0: Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. Being a human is hard, and courage is required to do it well. Whether you need a champion or a coach, we've got you covered. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome, and thank you for listening to episode number four of the Cost is Courage podcast. Today, we're going to talk about... When your courage needs a champion and when it needs a coach.
1: Mm -hmm. We are. (laughs) But before we get into anything so serious, (laughs) you know that we always start our walks with me telling you something ridiculous. Yes. And right now, like I've been thinking a lot about like the ways in which I notice like I am cracking
0: (laughs) under quarantine. Yes, there are quarantine cracks happening.
1: (laughs) So I have a lot of weird dreams, but this isn't even I was awake this one. Yes. <laughs> so this morning, uh, Mr. Baker had left for work very early, like Okay. And I had been awake since 4.30, was trying to get back to sleep, you know, and was kind of giving up. I'd propped my legs up and like just happened to be like in a big yawn and stretch. And when I opened my eyes, Mr. Baker was like standing in our bedroom oh and gosh. gave me a total heart attack. <laughs> And, like, my poor bleary morning brain, like, in full seriousness, was like, did you just phase through the door? Are you a ghost? Did you die? And he just starts cracking up and laughing at me. And I'm just like, I'm really freaking out over here. And he's Uh like, how are those even
0: serious? Like, do you hear what you just asked me? Sounds like low-grade fear (laughs) and anxiety to me. I
1: don't know. (laughs) I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm just totally cracking. Like, that was legit my first thought and fear and feeling was, like, because I didn't hear him, like, usually you can hear someone walking in the upstairs of our house, yeah. you know, hear yeah. the door open, hear the door close. He just appeared, but it was, like, so perfectly timed because the way my legs were, I couldn't see the, yeah. like, the door had moved, and then, like, I was yawn, whatever. So, like, I feel like that was the start to my day, and it just, it
0: A little just. little jarring. Yeah, leaves this flavor of, like, dude, am I cracking? I feel like I'm cracking. Well, speaking of cracking, um. <laughs> What I love about you and why you are a necessary friend in my life is because you make me crack up for so many different reasons. (laughs) One of them being today, you're wearing a t-shirt, a black t-shirt that says, I believe I can fry with a giant cracked egg and frying pan and fire on it. And you have (laughs) fried egg earrings to match. And I always think like maybe you missed your calling and what you should really be doing instead of <laughs> being a therapist is you should be coming up with hysterical things to put on T-shirts because I'm pretty sure you would be financially like set by now, <laughs> um, which is such a funny thing about the whole teacher T-shirt culture, because I know that uh, my daughter, Caroline, for a while, she had this shirt and it said, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry mm-hmm. and we would literally get stopped places. Like we'd be at like a street fair or something. And everyone wanted to know, like if they had actually purchased the shirt, like where we were, I I really feel like it was one of those things. I'm like, maybe we should just reproduce this shirt mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and start a little side hustle there. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. On the... Which
0: is just, you know, I think the whole, the random hysteria. I've seen some really weird like quarantine like they have you seen the Instagram ad where it's like the tennis balls on a tether and it like I don't know how it like glues to the ground or something so basically you can just play tennis by yourself and I'm like (laughs) we're getting loopy people we're getting loopy.
1: Yes (laughs) yes so the t-shirt is totally on theme of my feeling of cracking. Yes (laughs)
0: yeah wow (laughs) thank god for And sometimes I'm like, I went so sideways the other day. I'm like, there's no getting this train back on the track. We need a do-over day. Like, I can't wait till tomorrow Mm because I just can't. Like, that's it. I'm sideways. I had like only an hour of productivity. It was like 2 o'clock before I had my sense about me. But I think we're all, again, in the same boat you Know feeling this way, yeah, so the, we need to be kind the, yeah, the to same, ourselves and each other. <laughs> yeah. Same storm, yeah, all different boats,
1: different same boats. storm, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I think even just knowing that you're cracking, knowing that you're sideways, like that, even that, just like facing it and being willing to like acknowledge it, do, like. That requires courage courage too.
0: Yeah, you know, and to just know where you are, be very real, real and vulnerable about where you are personally takes courage. So, and speaking
1: of vulnerable, you did a magnificently vulnerable thing this week. You delivered your full manuscript for your book.
0: Yes. To me. Yes.
1: And you know, I know the panic I feel like when I'm handing off something that like I worked hard on and that I love and that are my words and tears yes. on the page and so
0: I'm so proud of you thank you I'm so proud of you when does your book come out again uh it will come out in September um yeah so <laughs> yay. with the ideal it will happen that maybe it will I don't happen. know because they like s- will life look different but <laughs> I'm hoping it might be we'll see a better time but you know but it won't yeah. be
1: because of you no and because of what we're about to talk about now Yes, courage Champions, courage, coaches. Yes, you have surrounded yourself. Yeah, with the people that you need. Yeah, it will get done. It will get done. And so it won't be because of you that it doesn't release. No. Yeah. So, won't be me. You know. And it's not like I was thinking about this. Like it's not that you wrote a book on courage and that's what qualifies you to host this podcast, or that I am a psychologist and that's what qualifies True. me. True. Yes. It's it's that we are
0: humans. Yes. That have lived life. Hard lives. Hard hard lives. Live through hard things and I think learn to, you know, develop courage. Mm -hmm. Um, And that we want, you know, and we want to, you know, share how, you know, some kind how, how we can help all the mm -hmm. humans through their hard, if at all possible. Yep. So very,
1: very appropriately for our conversation today, right here on page one, have it in my hot little hands. You have written that our courage exists in community. Without each other, we are weak. And that fits perfectly with what we're going to talk about. That sounds like today. so
0: smart. Like, I can't believe that would be something I would say. But
1: yeah, I, I have that feeling a lot more like,
0: I wrote that. I said that. I know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds better than <laughs> I think it's possible. However, yeah. Yeah. So So let's dig into that
1: then. You know, I think as we've talked and as we've gotten to know each other, you know, we've identified within our own personalities that you lean towards being a courage champion. Yes. And I lean towards being a courage coach. Yes. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about what, how we each see that and what that means. And
0: I would say for me too, that that is probably like a primary bent. Um, but now that I'm getting like in relationship with some people, like even my daughter, she is starting to Um, do things that I, I have gone a little bit further in. And so I am able, you know, to coach a little Mm -hmm. bit um, when appropriate, but I definitely do think my natural bent is to be that, that champion. And um,
1: yeah. And I think we all have like the, the ability to do both, Yeah, but might have our more natural leaning, you know, and I've been thinking about it in some ways, you know, Um, people are familiar with the five love languages. Like Mm -hmm. there's different ways to express and show love and that we all have like a preferred means of expression, which tends to be the way that we prefer to receive it. Yes. Um, you know, and so kind of figuring out like what's your mode of expression and then the people that you're interacting with, like what's their preferred mode or what's their need. Right. Like what do they need to receive? And so learning to adjust what you're expressing to the needs of the listener
0: Yeah, and I think that That the word need is really appropriate because um, we all need champions Mm -hmm. and coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, Depending on where we are and what we're going through, we need both in our life. Um, I know for me, like when I use the word champion, what that really means is I am going to cheerlead you I am going to advocate for you. I am going to do everything in my power to set you up for success. If I haven't, you know, like the word champion used in a more formal, like a business, you know, context would maybe be somebody who actually can lend their clout to Mm -hmm. see you succeed. Um, so obviously parents can do that for children and, and, um, if you're in some kind of a professional context, sometimes you can do that. You're making sure, helping somebody get along further. And I do feel like for me, the really like, um, the, the place that I find where that is very useful are the tentative first steps. Mm -hmm. So Not when somebody is working towards a proficiency, but they're actually in a state of weakness that they need that strength of somebody believing in them. Like they're not totally stuck. Mm -hmm. They are a little bit on the move, just like a baby taking their first steps. You're not like, you can do better. You're like, yay, you took a step. And I think that that's it. It's that really like, I believe in you. You're trying. I see you're trying. So When I use the word champion, that's really what I'm, you know, the perspective I'm coming from Mm -hmm. and why I think, you know, in the life cycle of your life, you're going to take on new things. You're going to go through new things. You have all kinds of trials. So you never stop needing, you may not be taking first steps like you did walking, but maybe you're doing it in another Mm -hmm. area. Maybe you're getting back out there in the career, in the career world. Um, trying something new, going through something Mm -hmm. hard. So I think it's always appropriate. Yeah.
1: And I think, cause I think growth is continual. Like we always, you know, we never run out of the capacity to grow and change, you know, and a thing I feel like I say a lot is, you know, that you're a different person every night than you were when you woke up that morning. Like something happens every single day that changes you in some way. Sometimes it's really tiny, Sometimes in one day, something huge can happen that changes right. you, but you're constantly changing. And so having, having that kind of champion championing, cheerleading kind of encouragement and support, I think is so important. And something that you're really good at, um, you know, even in our relationship is kind of accountability. And I wonder if you see that as part of
0: championing. I, I like, do think, um, I think, you know, the interesting tie in with that is that, Only someone who maybe is stronger than you in the way in which they're trying to champion you is able to also have the strength to hold you accountable. So it's kind of like a loop. Hey, you want to try something new? You tell me I'm encouraging you to do that. And then you want to run this circle around to report back. And what you're reporting in is I did it because you want me to say, good job. You did it. So I, I do think that's, you know, it's, it's part of a loop. It's part of the closure. It's part of the cycle of giving. And, and the reason why I said, um, I, uh, use the term we get like, we're weak without it is because basically it's encouragement. I'm giving you strength. I'm lending you some, you're using it. You came back and you're like, Hey, i used it. It's like, did I do a good job? And you're like, yes, you did a good job. So yeah, that's the the accountability. I think more than being like this really tough thing, which a coach can also provide accountability. It just comes out in a different mm-hmm. way. And I think for me, accountability is so important because of the way that it
1: sets intention. So even like we don't do it every day, we don't check in with each other every right. day. But the days that we see each other, we always kind of ask at the end of our conversation, yeah. like, okay, what are you going to do today? You know, that just by saying it out loud, you know, it forces you to be more intentional about how you're going to shape your day and what you're going to get done. And it does feel really good to report back and be like, I did the thing. Yes, like
0: (laughs) get the happy, happy GIF or, you know, the the snaps or the high five. Actually, I saw somebody um, that I'm in a Facebook group with uh, just recently. And what she said is she says, feel free to ask me. Because she said, I'm trying to get this done by X. Feel free to ask me about it. And basically what she's saying is, I would love some accountability. Like, yeah. if you if you care enough about me and you really want to cheer me on, one of the ways you can do that is ask me about it. Like, did mm-hmm. I get it done? And I love that because that is that is really healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it just... It's, it highlights like, you know, that we also have to give people permission Mm -hmm. to kind of enter into our, like, so that if they feel like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to step on your toes or feel like I'm nagging you or whatever, like, that it's important for us to recognize when we need that and to give other people permission to do that for us.
0: Yes. Yes. So, what about coaching? So, you are a coach by, you know, a lot of what you're providing, even professionally, mm-hmm. is coaching. And I say, I often tell you, I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know, like I'm not a coach. Um, and I, yes, I could coach some certain things and maybe I just don't really have the interest in coaching those things. But tell me, like, from your perspective, what really is the role of the coach?
1: Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I feel like it's like using the word to define the thing to say, it's like in- encouragement. So to get more specific, like, you know, in a, in a coaching role, like, even if you think of for like, you know, sports coaching, the, the goal is to, to grow, to, you know, so to progress, to get yes. better, to identify obstacles, to identify, whatever you want to call them. Well, and
0: what about like technique skill? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, just the things that you need to do to move towards growth, like remove the things that are hindering you and give Uh you things that will help you go forward, Yeah, you know? And, um, and it, it kind of differs with everybody. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's kind of impossible to be, you know, pure champion or pure coach, like that. It's always a, a, you know, a mix of both, but, um, Yeah. In that coaching role, like sometimes there's, you know, problem solving, whatever, but basically maximizing potential. And, you know, sometimes coaches have to have hard conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's not all positive. And I feel like that might be one of the, like the harder distinctions between like champion and the coach. So like, um, we've talked about this. I am married to the ultimate champion. Mr. Baker is an amazing human and he is the ultimate champion. He is my biggest cheerleader You know, and sometimes like, because I'm such a coach, like my beef with it, you know, and this is like really minor, not an actual beef, but it's just like, honey, like, I need you to kick my butt a little bit. Right. You know, like when you see that, like I should be, I could be doing something better or I could be making a change or whatever. It's like, I love all the positivity, but I also know my own personality and I need, you know, I, I like, I really want to root out problems and flaws and obstacles and, you know, get better. Right. Um you know, and we've talked about how you,
0: yeah. So I am married to a coach. As a matter of fact, like many people refer to him kind of as coach Chris, and he's done, you know, all kinds of coaching, mostly sports. Um, anyway, and you know, he kind of thinks you can walk into a room and you don't have to say anything positive. Like it can all be what you could be doing better. Oh, that's Um, so funny. I have to like, even as a therapist,
1: you know, like it's, (laughs) I've had, I have to remind myself you know, and when I I edited novels for a while, like when I give feedback, and so when I give you feedback on your manuscript, like I have to remind myself to like say the positive things because it's like, I'm so laser focused. Like I'm listening to your story really intently and I'm listening, you know, and I have to remind myself like, okay, also say the positive things out loud. Like don't just go for where this could be better.
0: Yeah. Which is, I think, Um, you know, we're obviously talking about this in the context of like a marital relationship, but when you go and you're like, Hey, like if an athlete is going to go to a coach and they're paying them for services, all they're paying for is tell me how do I get better? Not tell me what I'm already doing. Good. However, one bad thing, seven good things. Isn't that the ratio? like how we really mm-hmm. that that is how we can have a good baseline so that we can receive, you know, mm-hmm. um everything from experience to words or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, one bad thing holds the weight of seven positives. So it it is really important. and obviously in relationships, like yeah. we can get in all kinds of crazy um crazy uh, animated conversations Mm -hmm. when we're talking about coaches and champions and and who should do what, when, (laughs) Well, I think it just goes across the board, like
1: that, you know, maybe see it most starkly in marriage. Yeah. Um, but in friendships, in professional relationships, you know, that across the board, that those things are the same.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess what I have really learned and, uh, really getting into this subject deeply, um, for so long in my journey to really understand and process courage for myself is that we need both. Mm -hmm. Um, We need them in the course of our life. Like, it's not like, I only need you for this time. I need you ongoing. And really when you leave, you know, oftentimes children have champions and they also have access to coaches. And what is um, a difficult segment of life to navigate is when you enter adulthood and you don't naturally or you don't intuitively know that you still need champions and coaches in your life. And how do you get that? Other than obviously in the professional world, We have language for that we have a pathway for that there's you know that is how we design our growth path however everyone's not going to go into the workforce um everyone's not going to have access to an organization where that's Mm -hmm. prevalent and and i think in a lot of professional settings it's not you know not considered um yeah and so like And we do get weak, you know, Mm -hmm. we get weak when we don't have it. And I think tapping into why am I feeling this way? You know, why do I feel so discouraged? Well, you haven't gotten what you need. Right. And I think it gets easy to like beat ourselves up and to feel like there's something wrong with us or,
1: you know, but that we, I think that's one of our like big messages today is that like, it's, it's normal and. Human, <laughs> human, and necessary to have yeah. other people, you know, and to be really intentional about how you pull people around you, how you, you know, give people permission to yeah. encourage you, um, you know, to help you grow, like that, yeah. that's, that's the, that's good, you know, and whether you, you know, are hiring a professional, you know, paying a therapist or right. a coach or, right. you know, um. You know, but I think definitely cultivating it in just in all your relationships. Yeah. So that's been the richest way
0: for me. I do think. And I do think that is um, something that's everyone, you know what I mean? Like it's accessible to everyone and and just a great foundational lay for yourself. So why don't you help us with a takeaway or action step?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So I think today the takeaway is very simple. You yeah. know, we we need each other. Yeah. You know, you need other people in your in your courage corner. Yeah. You know, and so the action step then, you know, would, would be to really take a look at the people who are in your life and to see like, are there are there people already where you could, you know, take that vulnerable intentional step to, you know, ask for some accountability or yeah. uh, give them, you know, That's permission good. to encourage you or, you know, just
0: even being vulnerable enough to say, Hey, I've really wanted to, you know, step out and do this or, but I don't really have anyone who gives me encouragement. Cause I think I know for me, um, and I'm sure this goes to say for you too, but you know, when you, when people perceive you as being very strong, they, they're not necessarily Mm -hmm. Thinking that you need encouragement, so you have to use some courage to be vulnerable and just tell yeah, your people does. what you need and say, "I would love some encouragement of this." Like, and and it's really hard, but sometimes you have to kind of tell them how to do that too. Yeah. Yeah, how to do that for you? What does mm-hmm. that mean for you? Yes. So that
1: that is what we you know recommend as your next step, as and your champion. And your coach. your coach. Yeah. You know, and if you're feeling stumped and like this is difficult or you don't know who you would reach out to or you look around and you don't see anybody, Mm -hmm. come back next week. And we're going to talk more about,
0: you know, how to get that squad going. Good. Sounds awesome. All right. Hi there. Before we go, we have an invitation for you. Join our Courage Squad. Be part of the conversation. Visit the show notes on our website or thecostiscourage.com and get 14 Days of Courage delivered to your inbox. Each day has a perspective-shifting thought about courage and a tiny action step to help you cultivate your courage. You won't want to miss this.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cost is Courage.
0: Being a human is hard, and to do it well, it's going to cost some courage. If you enjoyed this episode, one way you can tell us is by writing us a review. That would mean so much to us. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Thursday.
1: And don't forget to check out the show notes for resources, tips, and other fun surprises. Bye for now.